What's happening? Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com, coming at you today with part two of how to fight fear. This one is on tactics, specifically thought control. So to recap from part one, we covered um, what fear actually is, which is the um, the idea of future suffering. Okay, that's what fear actually is. It is future suffering, or the thought of future suffering, and the aversion against it. And we covered why the pursuit of happiness is your most logical meta frame for the way that you live your life. And within that pursuit of happiness, the, the avoiding fear is a major, major part of that. Okay, and the two, two key strategies that you use within that meta frame are uh, to be able to live a low fear lifestyle or pursuit of happiness, okay, and living 50% better or 50% today, 50% within the future, okay? So that way you are um, mitigating the fears for today, but also preparing, you know, allowing for some level of fear so that the next 10 years from now, um, your future self is still going to have a positive reality to live in, okay? So that's very, very important. Like I say in all my videos, the, the pursuit of happiness as your primary priority is very, very important. When you wake up looking to be happy, it becomes much easier to um, control all those negative aspects of your life. And fear is such a big part of that, okay? So now, in part two, we are going to cover the first tactic. We have the strategies. We're going to cover the first tactic in fighting fear, which is thought control. Thought control, thought control, thought control is very, very, very important. It is your primary weapon in your arsenal. It, in, it is your first line of defense, okay? Your first line of defense in um, all the fearful aspects of your life. Okay, let me explain how that works. So fear manifests in two ways. It manifests either as a physical or as a thought. Right? And the vast majority of fear is going to be at least in our modern world, is thought-based, okay? You know, the the difference between like thought-based fear and, and um, physical fear is thought-based fear is you're worrying about your mortgage, you're worrying about your job, you're worrying about this and that. Physical fear is like, oh shit, that guy almost hit me. And it's like a jolt of energy. It's, it's you know, almost a completely um, unconscious reflex action that's the result of, you know, a billion years of evolution of avoiding predators, okay? And you feel that very much within your physical body. And you do feel fearful thoughts. Uh, you do feel those within your physical body. But I want to differentiate that those are thought generated as opposed to physical generation generated thought. Um, whereas like an instinctual reaction to a predator or a guy, an oncoming bus is completely physical. And then the thought kicks in afterwards. Whereas the majority of your fear is generated through thoughts like on oh, my mortgage and then you feel it within your body afterwards, okay? So I wanna make that clear that um, most of your fears are actually coming from your psyche, from what you're projecting, which is why humans are so much more fearful than animals because animals aren't constantly projecting into the future. They're just worried about, you know, they're living in the present, they're worried about what they have to worry and if they see a predator, oh shit, they run, right? So. Humans have much more fear. It allows people to be controlled by and manipulated um, because we have these, these well-developed psyches. And you have to understand that the vast majority of your thoughts 
or, or vast majority of your fears are coming from your thoughts. Okay. Now that psyche that I'm talking about is not, um, useless. Okay. It is very, it can be very useful when you get control over it, when you get control, that's the key part. All right. Some fears are useful. However, the vast majority never come to pass. Okay. I'm looking back on my almost 35 years of life and I'm thinking about all the things I was afraid of and the vast majority of them never happened. The vast majority of them never happened. Some of them will happen and some of them will happen, but the vast majority of that stuff does not happen. Okay. With, and what that means is that, you know, you, you cause yourself a lot of unintentional, uh, or unnecessary suffering by worrying about things that, that aren't going to happen and by over worrying about things that might happen, but that you already have an action plan for. Okay. So this is very, very important. And when you start to become aware, you realize that there are two types of fear. There are the productive fears and unproductive fears. And I would say the vast majority of the fears that you are dealing with are unproductive. Okay. Which is why you need a good filter to weed out the unproductive and productive fears. Very, very, very important. All right. So that means that the actual fear that is getting your attention and vying for your attention and that you're giving attention is fear that is productive and that needs to be dealt with and um, dealing with that will add value to your life. Whereas the unproductive fear that's constantly, you know, nagging you about stuff that's outside of your control or, or this, that, and the other is dealt with accordingly. Okay. So you've got the filter you, or you understand the filter. The first way to filter thoughts is to filter them into the unproductive category. And like I said, the vast majority of thoughts are unproductive and are based basically along the lines of, ah, something bad can happen. Ah, something, something bad. I'm going to a foreign country. Ah, something bad can happen. Right. Starting a business. Ah, something, something bad can happen. All right. It's not like a concrete, you know, specific fear that needs attention and that's well thought out. So it's like, ah, something bad can happen. Okay. This is the vast majority of thoughts and the vast majority of them are like, they're a negative fear that's not drawn out and, and it's not very clear and it's kind of vague and it's kind of unproductive. All right. Social exam, social anxiety is a great example of a super unproductive fear. You know, it's like, Oh God, I'm going to that party. Okay. I, I, I'm, I, something bad could happen. Okay. Now I'm up, I'm up against the wall. Everyone's looking at me. Everyone's looking at me. Uh, how should I hold my drink? Okay. All right. And am I holding my drink? Does that look natural? Okay. All right. Oh, are people starting to notice me that I'm, I'm here by myself and that I'm not, I'm not dancing. Should I go and dance or should I dance like all that shit? All right. All that shit. When in reality, no one probably is even paying much attention to you at all. You could, you could be there completely peacefully and it's not a big deal. And you can hit on some girls and it's not a big deal because not everyone is fucking watching, you know, and, and if they do, it's like, okay, that guy talked to a girl and it stopped, you know, but in your head, you've made it into this like vast fucking level of unproductive amount of fears and one, they're just not in line with reality. Two, they're so not helping you at all. Like having that kind of an inner narrative um, when you are going out is very much not helping you. Okay, but it is your it is your hind brain, two billion year old um, brain that's evolved to be afraid of 
of predators and now it's been transmuted into your social identity and transmuted into um, the fear of humiliation and you are in fight or flight mode you know where you're you're designed to like run away from a, a predator fight and you're gentleman's jacked and it's all fucked up okay and totally unproductive now we're going to cover more on social anxiety um in in one of the later sections but i just want to use that in, as as that fucking insane thought train as an example of like really unproductive fear okay and you know when you look at like primitive people primitive tribes people they don't have like social fears like that they don't have social anxiety okay they are just natural with each other and a lot of this comes down to like they're not trying to be something that they aren't they're not they aren't trying to um be this persona and present this image of this guy and this guy who's got it all together and stuff like that and and you know they are just more natural in their interaction and, and their psyche is not as involved okay and again that's something we're going to cover more in later sections but it's something to be um you know that you should really look at about how much of your feel is actually like unproductive like you know, worried about your, your image so much, when in reality, most people aren't even like paying attention to your image, okay? You know, the, and the other fears that are unproductive would be like, you know, the fear of dying 50 years from now, like, oh fuck, I'm gonna die someday. It's like, yeah, but that is literally not helping you at all right now when you are trying to focus on your work and make money or, um, you know, enjoy yourself with your girlfriend or enjoy your food or, or you know, be happy within yourself. Fucking zero productive value to that. Zero productive value to shit like, sitting on the internet and researching like an asteroid could hit the earth and oh this fucking asteroid and watching watching some guys on youtube you know 40 minutes of the asteroid could hit man it could fucking wipe out the humanity we need to like you know everyone needs to pay attention to this it's like you don't need to pay attention to that at all if some asteroid just wipes this out we're fucking done instantly and it's over okay you know let let nasa or whoever is in charge of that worry about that shit you don't need to sit there looking up you could sit there and fucking look up diseases all day, insane random diseases and asteroids and all kinds of fucking insane shit that's going on that you don't need to know about, that you don't want to know about, that is so completely unproductive for your life, which should be like a fucking tunnel vision of um, how do I pursue happiness? How do I live positively within, within this reality, okay? Very fucking important. So the best way to do that, and this is the first line of defense, we're gonna have a lot more, um, you know, we'll, we'll graze into thought control in, in some of the different areas in the upcoming videos, but the first line of defense in thought control and, and the best first line of different defense reframe for me that I've ever tried on is just unproductive, okay? My vow is to be happy and pursue happiness and I catch some dumbass thought like that and I'm just like unproductive, remove. Unproductive, remove. You might have heard me talk about that in some other videos because I use that for everything, not just fear, but all kinds of other thoughts. I'm like, that's just not productive for me right now. And I, the second like I identify that I'm caught in the thought and I label it as such, it like dispels it completely, okay? It's a dark thought, you bring it to the light, you label it as unproductive, it just goes away, all right? Now, you might have more intrusive thoughts, you know, if, if you're in a bad state, okay, we're gonna talk about like physical state control and all that stuff in the next videos, but you might be in a situation where they, they do come and it feels like you can't get control, but when you just, when you do keep labeling them, is it like, that's just not productive, I don't have to think about that. Um, 
you know, I don't have to give that attention and I'm going to focus on something else. And every time you catch yourself in with that negative, fearful thought, you just label it as unproductive and you watch it. It's just like if you've done meditation and you're just watching the thoughts, you know that you don't actually have to pay attention. You don't have to give that thought value because it is not productive to you to give that value. And, and, it, is, and it is not only is it not productive, but it is unproductive. It is fucking with your mission. It's taking you away from your happiness. It is spoiling your state. And you really have to be on your fucking game with this shit, on your game with mindfulness. Because when you become more mindful and you become more self-aware, you'll see what you know the Buddhists and the Vedantists call the monkey mind. And your mind is just insane. It's just like a, it's just these, you know, all kinds of thoughts, you know, that are, oh, look, a shiny thing. Or like, oh, I could be dead 65. It's like right after the other, you know, these, these thoughts coming at you. And you really need to learn how to control that. Okay. There's, there's a metaphor from Buddhism where you are, you know, the, um, the, you're in the carriage and then you've got the horses and you're, and you're whipping the horses, right? So you're, that's like, those are your, your thoughts are like racing horses and you have to get them working for you. Okay. You have to get them going in your direction and you have to get them within your control. When you get caught up in that unproductive thought, you suffer until you realize what's going on. And then you sort of like, Oh, you got me motherfucker. Okay. I'm out of that now. That's unproductive. And it'll be crazy because you can, you can get it caught up in, in, in something fearful and be like, really scared and then the second you realize it's just not productive you just you're out of it and you're back to normal and you're like oh. you know when you start getting the hang of the shit you're like holy shit how much of my life have I I've been fucking spent you know being afraid of shit that was like you know unproductive and irrelevant to me okay very important so having that good filter now that's the unproductive thoughts however there are productive fears okay and yes we do have these overdeveloped psyches, but we also do have a lot more going on in our lives than animals. We can't just sort of sit around and, you know, hunt our food here and there. You know, we, we have to work, work for a living and, and um, do a lot more complex things. So there are um, fearful thoughts that are productive, okay? And like we said before, productive fear is your friend. You want to listen to productive fear. When you have a a fearful thought that's productive, like, hey, you know, like, I, I remember my site got hacked and I was like, okay, I need to, I'm afraid this could happen again. I need to batten down all the hatches and, you know, get everything secure. And I need to just drop everything until that's done. All right. That was a productive, fearful thought. And to understand this, you understand that there's two parts. Okay. There's the immediate uh, based productive thought which is going to be your hind brain, reptilian brain, your, the old part of your brain, which is the fuck a predator's coming or um, like, oh, I'm going to get hit by that guy in traffic or like, you know, there's an ATM late at night and a bunch of hooligans standing outside of it. And you're like, maybe I shouldn't use that one. That's not a good idea. It's just like an immediate sensation coming from your gut you it flashes up into your chest you get you feel a bit red you feel a bit overheated and it's like an instant um jolt up your spine this is like your immediate fear base of like it it is before you even it gets to your mind it's before it becomes conscious it is just like a body jolt of like pay attention right now okay like, whoa okay you know so that 
you definitely want to listen to, all right? When you're driving, you're like, oh shit, that, that immediate fear-based, okay, you listen to it, you sort the situation out, then once the situation is sorted out, you're just like, deep breath, it's okay, it's finished, calm down, the guy didn't hit you. Okay, back to my day, all right? So that's the, the one part, the immediate. The other part is future-based, okay? And future-based is the ones where you need an action plan, okay? You need an action plan for a future-based fearful thought. I recommend Wonderlist, okay? You can see how to set up your Wonderlist in my book, how to get organized, and I show you how to break down um, the problems that you have and that you're, that you're afraid of, uh, things that you're afraid of going wrong into your projects folder, okay? I have a bunch of projects that I'm working on that are things that, um, you know, could be a problem for me down the road, okay? One example is heart disease. If heart disease runs in your family like it does with mine, um, there was a point a while back where my blood, sh my blood pressure was not high, but it was getting on the verge of high and my cholesterol was decent, but it was at like, it was just a bit higher than, than decent. And I was like, okay, you know what action plan? I got to get this together. Uh, I got to start doing high intensity cardio every morning on the elliptical. I'm going to take red yeast rice, which is a natural cholesterol naturally lowers your cholesterol. I am going to, um, you know, I'm going to do a couple other things. You know, I'm going to get, get better control over my diet. I'm going to eat less red meat. So, you know, that's something that I put into practice. That was a project that I put into practice because I know that that runs in my family. And I know that if I'm, if I'm seeing signs, I want to stop it before it happens and make sure, uh, what doesn't happen to, um, my uncle who, had a heart attack in his 40s or early 50s and, and is um, brain damaged right now, which is a very, very sad situation. And, um, you know, that's something that you don't want to happen to you. So you put those things in your projects folder and some of them you might not have to work on right away. Like there's a couple things that I'm not working on right now that are productive fears. Like I have flat fucking big flat clown Ronald McDonald feet, which is not good for your knees to have no arches. I've tried a few exercises for it. I can't really stick to it. I, I wasn't seeing much development. So I've got, um, at some point, I'll probably get a surgery to get those fixed because that is gonna, um, you know, flat feet is, is very bad for your knees and stuff like that as well as for your spine. And it's something that, you know, I'd like to get fixed within the next 10 years so that I don't have problems with it in the future um, as I get older with like knee pain, and back pain, stuff like that. So that's, that's another example of something that I'm not, it's like a lower level thing. I'm not worried about that. But once you get it into your action plan, it, it changes everything, okay? When you have all these like particular fears, all right, and, and they're vague and they're not drawn out and they're not brought to light, and it's just like, oh, my knees and this other thing could go wrong and this other thing, and it's not there, it really weighs on you. And it just adds to like a general sense of fear, especially because they're fucking vague, all right? You want to get those fears, the productive fears, out in the open. You want to put it in your wonder list and then you want to have the, the little multi-step action plan towards that the little subtasks for those particular projects. And even if you don't set a timeline for those, I don't recommend a timeline um, 
for most of them, it's just like you, you finish one and then maybe you think about doing the other one depending on how serious it is. But just having that there gives you such a sense of control and you're like, just having it there, having it fleshed out, having it brought to light, gives you such an extra sense of control to where you're like, I don't even really have to worry about it. Like, I don't worry about those, my fucking clown feet or whatever. You know, I don't care because it's there. I know I'll deal with it when I get time to deal with it. And it's, it's there, it's outlined, it's, it's not a big deal. And I have a game plan for it. And that's how I do the vast majority of the stuff. Vast majority of stuff is like, you know, stuff like that where I have a game plan at some point when I have some time. And if it's something bigger, like getting the site hacked or, um, you know, a health thing, then it's like, okay, right away, I'm going to get this thing under control. But like bringing that to light and putting an action plan together and having all your action plans in like one little place and is makes such a fucking difference because what you don't want is a bunch of fucking vague, vague fears just sitting on top of you and, you know, a bunch of like this hazy cloud of darkness and you don't know... Um, where they all are and you don't have a, an, an action plan on all of them and it just really adds to like the fucking weight of the world, okay? So get those productive fears out, get an action plan for them and, you know, put them into your projects with the, the multitask behind that and and um, I really recommend Wonderless. Very, very, very good, okay? So the key when it fucking comes to thoughts is the key, key, key thing to remember is control what you can control. You should put that, write that somewhere. Control what you can control and don't worry about things that you can't control, okay? Now, things that you can't control, you can still have an action plan for them if, if you think that there's a, a good possibility of it happening, but I'm saying like an asteroid attack, like an asteroid lands in your head, okay? There's nothing you can do about that. So control what you control and um, don't worry about what you can't control. And with what you can control, give it the amount of worry that it needs, okay? The, the amount of worry and, and attention that it needs, but no more than that, all right? And try and give it as little worry as possible. Like, try and give it attention instead of worry. It's like, okay, you got my attention. Now, I'm going to try and worry about this as little as possible, but I am going to give it the proper attention to make sure that it gets done, okay? So you want to con control you control you can control and don't sweat what you can't control. This is very important, all right? Now, you can have a backup plan. It's important, you know, you can have a backup plan for stuff that you can't control. Um, something like the U.S. economic, if, if you have like three or four different things that you're worried about that you think has a good probability of happening, where there will be a situation where you have to play around it, something like the U.S. economic collapse, for example, which I've been reading about since I've been reading this stuff for the last 15 years, they've been saying it's gonna happen. Hasn't happened. However, it's like, okay, we were 10 trillion in debt, now we're 19 trillion. And you think, how long can this go on for? Hopefully, longer than our lifetime. Hopefully they'll just fucking keep pumping that money supply up and just keeping that, that you know, giant staggered dinosaur just powering through. Um, and if there's little crashes, they're not big because an economic collapse would be fucking biblical. If you know, it would be very bad. So that's something that could happen. However, there's only so much of that you can control. Okay, would it be better if you had a billion dollars? Absolutely, but you probably don't have a billion dollars. So 
that is something I think about, but it's not something I worry about. If it, if it happened right now, I would just have to fucking, you know, play the cards to the best that I can and, you know, see, see opportunity within chaos. All right. I'll, I'll just play whatever my hand is right now to the best of my ability. However, I do have an action plan and it's not just for a potential collapse, but it's for um, financial freedom and security that evolves multiple passports and involves multiple bank accounts and involves multiple streams of income and it involves owning multiple currencies and perhaps, um, you know, bonds and things like this. Okay. So that is something that I'm thinking about and it's not just for potential collapse, but it's for my security. But I am not waking up worrying about that at all because once you have that actual plan in place, um, you just worry about what you can control. I can't control the situation of that happening. Okay. But I can control how I react to it. And, you know, hopefully it won't happen in our lifetimes and, or hopefully if it does happen, it'll be 30 years from now where, um, hopefully you guys are, are prepared for something like that. So that's something that's really, really important. Okay. And you know, you can have the backup plan, but don't fucking, and you can have a plan for things but don't sweat it too much, okay? You'd be like, there, I'm working on it, I'm doing my best, and I'm not gonna give it any more worry than uh, it deserves. I'm already doing all the things I, I, I'm supposed to be doing, so let's not add extra worry to that, okay? Because there is just no point worrying about stuff that is outside of your control or outside of your plan for things that are outside of your control, okay? There is no point worrying about a fucking asteroid hitting the world, all right? Very, very bad thing to do. Terribly destructive for your state. And boys, we are not evolved for this level of information, okay? If you've read about stuff like deep ecology, you, you've heard, you might have heard the term of, of primitive people living in the hands of God, okay? Where they just, they aren't worried about stuff. They're just, they just wake up, they think about getting their food and, and shelter and this and that. And if they die or some predator attacks them or they get a disease which kills them relatively quickly, then they go back to God, all right? And this this is a very helpful frame. I'm not gonna preach, but I mean, there's something to be said about having that. We're, I'm gonna talk more about that in my video on, um, on death and things like that. And, but even if you don't believe in God, just sort of the idea of um, not trying to control everything within your life, like like, like you just add so much fear worrying about these things that could happen. Um, and there's so many neurotic people out there because we're not evolved for this amount of information. We're also not evolved for like the complexity of modern life. So you really want to simplify your life as much as possible. And you want to, um, you know, not worry about the stuff that you don't have control over. We're not evolved for like 24 hour news cycles. We're not evolved to know about asteroids and we're not evolved to know about like, all of these diseases that could possibly hit, okay? So it's like, those are situations where you are better to imitate like the primitive tribes of people where they're not, they're not sitting there on Google for like 24 hours just researching crazy diseases that could happen, okay? It is very much better to um, live in the hands of God in, in that sense, whether you believe in God or not, but just in that sense, um, you, you just got everything that you've got under control, you've made the plans, you're controlling unproductive fear, you, you make action plans for productive fear. And other than that, okay, you don't let that fear take control of you. 
you don't let it you don't become a slave to it all right it's better to ignore like 99% of that doom and gloom stuff okay the economic one is one to keep your eye on but again if you're young and you're starting out your business or whatever you can't worry if it's gonna happen five years from now all you got to worry about is just making making your money getting your business up and running um, you know then you can talk about like diversifying and, and investing and stuff like that but you know it's one you can't put the cart before the horse you just gotta focus on what you need to do do it to the best of your abilities and if some crazy shit fucking happens then you just play that that card and play that to your best of, of your abilities but i i do not believe that this economic collapse i don't think it's gonna happen anytime soon i think they're just gonna keep pumping that money into the system keep propping up that big old dinosaur and if you are worried about that like Remember, it took Rome something like 400 years to collapse, all right? So, I mean, these things, it's not set in stone, despite all the guys and, and all the, you know, some of the evidence. But it's like that for a lot of a lot of major things that you could see happening, all right? It's, it's like that, like, oh, it's going to turn into a dictatorship or something like that. And then, you know, it doesn't, okay? So, like, don't put too much stock in this stuff like that. Have have a plan, you know, to, to maximize your personal security and your financial security and your health and stuff like that. But once you're on your plan and you're doing your best, then don't give it any more worry than um, what you've already put into it. It's very important, all right? So that is part two, which is the first tactic, your first line of defense, which is thought control, okay? In your fight against fear, labeling unproductive thoughts unproductive, uh, labeling thoughts productive, putting an action plan together, and only worrying about what you can control. So that is it. Thank you so much for watching. Stay tuned for the next tactic on um, your fight against fear. This is going to be a multi-part series and something that's very, very important in your personal development. So thanks so much for watching or listening. And uh, thanks for checking out revolutionarylifestyledesign.com. And I wish you all the best in your personal development journey.